Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hi guys, welcome back. Hello, hello. Yes, I know it's been a while, but I'm back. Listen, all you need to know is that if I'm not uploading episodes, it's because I'm having an early midlife crisis. Life is just too much. Like, I'm just always stressed. If I'm not stressed about my uni application and I'm stressed about something else. But thank God I've already sent it off. So, you know, maybe I can get back to uploading regular episodes. No promises, though. We all know I'm lazy. Um, Anyways, today... Also, sorry I sound nasally. Um, I'm a bit sick. Thankfully, it's not COVID, but I literally feel like my body is working against me. I hate it. Anyways, today I'm going to be, you know, discussing some hot topics. Um, I'm just going to be, you know, slandering our government because why not? You know, no biggie. This is something I do almost every day at this point. I might as well call it a hobby. Um, But I'm sure we've all heard about the Conservatives Christmas party that they had during lockdown. I will be talking about that today and Insulate Britain and, you know, some bills that Priti Patel is trying to pass, etc, etc. You know me, I do have a lot of opinions. So, yeah, let's get into it. Right. So first off, I want to start talking about insulate britain um because after everything that's happened with them and like people's reactions to their ways of protesting it just got me thinking about you know like what exactly is the right way to protest and bring about permanent change um so for those of you who don't know insulate britain is an environmental activist group that started blocking roads and motorways in england around september and they were basically like gluing themselves to roads causing traffic by sitting in roads like basically using um traffic obstruction and civil disobedience as their tactics you know according to multiple media outlets um and obviously they were doing all of this for a reason like on their website it says that the main thing that they're advocating for is for the government to insulate social housing by 2025 which would save thousands of lives especially you know poor people and to have like low energy homes and basically to just deal with climate change while also making sure that people don't literally freeze to death like their policies are genuinely good and necessary which is why i don't get why so many people were against them and to be honest so was i until i did research on them like i'm not gonna lie um but i feel like that's why it's important for people to do their own research on activist groups like these instead of you know believing propaganda lies that are fed to us by the conservative government and the media like now that i'm thinking about it it was unbelievable like the amount of people that were against insulate britain and the main reason like why they were against them like the excuse that they were using was that oh yeah their methods of protesting is wrong it's too much it's causing too much commotion and it's putting people at inconvenience which brings me to the question of you know is there a right way to protest listen my answer i'm gonna be straight with it i 100 percent support insulate britain and their methods of protesting i don't care i've said it i'm so tired of people policing the way activists decide to protest like the whole point of a protest is to cause disruption and to make people uncomfortable why are we acting as if the suffragettes didn't throw bricks in people's windows like this is nothing new and it's not as if insulate britain were using violent tactics and even if they were to be honest i'd still support them I just think it's time for people to support radical approaches to change and stop letting oppressors 
literally convinced them that the only way to achieve change is by peacefully protesting and by doing it the way they want us to do it. And I'm not saying that peaceful protests don't work. I just think that, you know, we can think outside the box a little. Like, if we're going to get what we want, we need to find a way to disturb peace. Like, our ways of protesting, the methods that we use, is nothing compared to the acts of violence that the government commits every single day. Did the Tories care about peace when they decided to pass countless of bills that put our lives at risk? That put marginalised communities at risk? No, they did not. So why the fuck should we care about their peace? And this literally reminds me of this tweet that I saved, literally just for this episode, um, where someone tweeted... Um, let me pull it up, let me pull it up. Oh uh, yeah, someone said, the violence built into the system never counts as violence, but the violence of the resistance is always considered violence. Just let that, just let that marinate. Just let that marinate. That is so true. I 100% agree. Insulate Britain were literally ridiculed in the media. Some of them were even arrested. The government, you know, said that they were causing damage. The same thing happened with the BLM protests back in summer 2020. We were villainized. Our demands were called, you know, too radical and too ambitious. But why is it that the government aren't being called criminals for what they do to us? Why isn't their actions considered an act of violence? And that's exactly why I support radical methods. If we're really being serious about taking down these oppressive systems, then we must start thinking out the box. We must start thinking radically. Like, let's not appeal to our oppressors by listening to the way they want us to protest, because that's literally not going to get us anywhere. So yeah, answering the question of if there's a right way to protest, I think there is. The way that disturbs peace and pisses people off, that is the correct way to protest. You know, methods that rifles up our oppressors, that is what I like to see. And also, one last thing about, like, Internet Britain. I hate how there was so much fear-mongering and lies spread about them, all to try and diminish their hard work and to stir up some, you know, hate and chaos against them. Like, I remember there was this one thing that was um, going round about how apparently they blocked an ambulance from passing through or, like, they caused the woman to get paralysed. I don't even know what the story was because there was just so much bullshit on the internet. And I'm sorry, but I just don't believe it. I just personally think that if something like this actually happened, then it would be all over the news. Like, it would be all over media outlets. And I haven't seen shit. You'll ask people where's their source from, and they'll tell you, I'm just bait on Instagram. Like, what? Please, let's not be fools and believe fake stories. People were literally making up fake stories and, like, hypothetical what-if situations. Like, well, what if they did this? What if they did that? Shut up, that's not what's happening. Why are we deflecting? Stop with the what-if, what-about-ism. I hate that. Focus on the situation at hand, my God. Why are people deflecting and making up scenarios that we all know is never going to happen? Like, why can't we have some actual empathy for people who are fighting for a good cause? I remember someone got dragged on Twitter for saying that we were all focused on the wrong things. And you know what? They were right. I'm guilty of this too. But, like, people were so focused on Internet Britain causing traffic rather than their policies and how the government is doing absolutely nothing effective to tackle climate change and are probably the ones benefiting from companies that cause the most carbon emissions. Like, please... We need to get our shit together. Let's get our priorities in order. My guy Bojo is out here getting paid 100 plus K to ruin our lives. And you guys have chosen to be mad at activist groups that are trying to implement effective change. You've chosen to be mad at people who are gluing themselves to roads. Like, what? 
I just think that's stupid. Like, we're all out here believing lies that the Conservatives are pushing. And without realising it, we're supporting them. Are we not ashamed? Oh, please, shame is free. We need to take some. Anyways, I think we all need to support Interlay Britain. Guys, they have an actual website. In less than five minutes, you can be educated. In less than five minutes, you can learn all their policies. That's literally how long it took me. If I can do it, you can. Let's support Interlay Britain and say fuck the Conservatives. Okay, now I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> um, What else did I want? Oh, yeah. I thank God that I write, like, mini notes in my notes app because I half the time I always forget what I want to say. Like, half the time, do I even know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I'm not going to lie, guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, But I just wanted to mention the TFL strike that happened in November that just reminded me of the way that people reacted to Interlake Britain. And um, basically, TFL workers went on strike and people's reactions weren't as harsh as the way that they were for Interlake Britain. But, you know, of course, with this country, a lot of people were complaining. And like, yeah, I understand the trains not running might have ruined your day. You know, they might have annoyed you, delaying your trip, whatever. But I'm sorry, I... I don't care that much. Why is it so hard for people to have empathy and support these causes? Like, we all know that without TFL, London would be in shambles. London would actually just not survive. So if they are going on strike, there is a very good reason as to why. Like, these workers are overworked and underpaid and they're not being listened to. Of course, they're going to want to take action. And as they should, it's within their rights. Instead of complaining about, you know, oh, but the trains aren't running, oh, but I need to get to my place, I need to go see this, that, I don't give a fuck. We should try and understand why they're doing what they're doing and find ways to support them. And I just think what pisses me off the most is the people who claim to be left-wing and liberal and care about social causes are the ones that will complain about things like trade unions and activist groups that help workers who are exploited just because it puts them at an inconvenience don't pretend to care about these causes just to make yourself look like some social justice warrior let's end the performative activism end performative activism 2022 that is something i will be campaigning for all year please support me if you want to donate to this cause i will send you my bank details i am broke and i'm in need of some cash thank you um no i just think we've got people who are you know fighting for their lives fighting to not be exploited within their workplace and you guys are bitter because you can't catch a train jesus we need to we actually need to do better this country is a mess here is the moment you guys have all been waiting for i feel like this episode has gone by quickly i feel like this is going to be a short episode that's only because i hate hearing my own voice so i just want to get this over and done with anyways uh christmas parties lockdown parties <sighs> word on the street is that you know the tories our favorite people in the entire world have had multiple christmas parties during lockdown there are numerous credible sources this is in fact a fact Boris and his besties, Boris and his buffoons, they were doing up school disco while we were at home in lockdown. How lovely, how nice. Uh, amazing. I love that for us. My thoughts and feelings. Um, at this point, like, you just have to laugh. Like, there is nothing you can do but laugh at this. Like, let's be realistic here. Are we really surprised that the government has lied to us once again? No. 
we're not like 100% I do agree it's very hypocritical for the conservatives to make and enforce you know covid rules but then not follow it themselves they said the rules apply to you peasants but not us people literally couldn't see their dying families but our government decided to party and then they tried to lie about it and deny it like motherfucking allegra what's her name again allegra stratton allegra stragon i don't know i don't care um someone called her allegra shut up that was hilarious i'm not gonna lie um but she was downing street's press secretary keyword being was because she literally resigned because of this whole situation um basically she was asked about the party and then she laughed about it and said oh no it was just a meeting with cheese and wine cheese and wine cheese and motherfucking wine they had a whole charcuterie board these people are taking the piss it's clear that they're just messing with us now because how can my girl say oh no we just had cheese and wine babes there's evidence out there why are you lying and what was funny was that after saying all of this with so much confidence she then went to cry on national tv and resigned saying how she was sorry blah 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 they should have done this whatever whatever like hold on a minute hold on hold on let's pump the brakes you and your mates were giggling and kikiing just a day ago talking about how you know it was just cheese and wine but now you want to get up on tv and apologize and try and make us feel sorry for you please i'm so sorry but no i'm not having it i you see me I drink white woman tears for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I don't care about your apology. We don't care. I don't feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for her at all. At the end of the day, my girl's going to be fine. She'll be fine. She's rich and so is her husband. They'll survive. You know, don't make it. They all will. And unfortunately, they're all going to get away with it. They have gotten away with it. Especially after the police have said that they will not be investigating the situation because apparently there is a lack of evidence. I don't know if they need a Specsavers appointment, some new glasses. I don't know what's going on because all the evidence is there. The evidence is there. They've all confessed to it. What more do you need? To be honest, they should spend their time investigating why MPs are doing up cocaine in Parliament. Are we surprised again? No. Of course they're doing up drugs. I wouldn't be surprised if they were doing heroin in there. I honestly don't expect much from that government. They could honestly turn around tomorrow and tell us that they're making a brothel out of that place and I would not be surprised. The only good thing to come out of this entire mess of a situation were the memes and the jokes on Twitter. Honestly, every day I wake up, I thank the universe for Twitter. Really and truly. What was also so funny was how the people who voted for Conservatives were so angry, as in they were furious. I wholeheartedly believe that this situation is what's going to start the revolution. And to be honest, you know what? I'm not mad. If it means burning that place to the ground, I'll have it. For legal reasons, that is a joke. I'm not trying to have Pretty Patel deport me. I love England. I am a patriot. Love this place. Any worries? I'd never seen more angry old white people. Like, my God. And it's funny because it's like, you guys voted for these people. You guys voted to put these people in power. Whose fault is it but yours? And also, after all the terrible things this government has done this is what pushes you guys over the edge this is what makes you hate them this is what makes you lose faith in them i just i can't believe it you guys should have never voted for them in the first place like they have done way worse but this is what you choose to get mad at okie dokie 
at the end of the day you know these people that are claiming to be mad at boris and the tories are angry now but when the time comes when the next election comes they're gonna vote for them they're gonna vote conservative again it's literally just all fake outrage because these people are racist and only care about themselves so let's not be surprised when they decide to vote for conservatives again i know i won't be anyways down with boris and his mates i'm sick and tired of them when will it be time for us to kick them out of parliament i just feel like we haven't done enough we need to rise up and kick these people out of their homes and out of parliament i'm tired of it i really am i might start an organization hashtag kick boris out of parliament i'm very serious about that one that man has got to go but also don't you think it was i want to say it was very calculated the amount of you know stories there were about this whole lockdown party like the amount of times you heard about this lockdown party lockdown party lockdown party and like a lot of people figured out that you know the excessive amount of coverage on this on these christmas parties has all been a tactic to distract us from pretty patel's bills like really and truly guys if we're being honest with ourselves we don't give a fuck about those lockdown parties we don't care about the tories throwing parties like it was funny to you know make fun of it all but like why is it why is it getting so much news coverage when more pressing things are going on like the national and borders bill and the policing and crime bill and to sum it up for anyone who doesn't know the national and borders bill is the one that unfortunately got passed um i think last week and it's basically like the government's new plan for immigration you can go read up on it online but the main thing that caused a lot of backlash and outrage rightfully so is the fact that it's going to criminalize asylum seekers those who enter the uk illegally without the permission of the uk and i also think um criminalizing those who help them and it will give the home secretary the power to strip someone of their citizenship without telling them and this this entire thing is a mess and obviously like already we know that this bill is going to affect ethnic minorities the most that's exactly why they've passed the bill the process of applying for asylum is a long process a hard one and for this country to shut away people who have risked their lives and fled their countries specifically because of the way our foreign policies have affected their lives is actually disgusting and i'm sad to say that i'm not even surprised And with this whole revoking of citizenship thing, I don't know why people are acting so shocked and horrified when they were defending the government doing this to Shamima Begum just a while ago. So many people were saying that if the government tried to strip her of her British citizenship, that it was going to be dangerous for this country and that it would allow them to continue to do this to people in worse ways. But no one listened. People made it clear that that's exactly what would happen. And here we are instead people chose to defend the people that failed her instead of having empathy for her if shamima Begin was a white girl everyone would have believed that she was groomed but you know what let me not even talk too much about that let's just move on uh the other bill that pre patel is trying to pass is the policing and crime bill which i've talked about a bit on here um but basically to sum it up the bill wants to give the police more powers and restrict our right to protest which obviously is a problem this government is so ready to fund our policing system our oppressive policing system can i just say you know under the guise of protection when really we know they do the complete opposite but are so eager to cut the funding for services that actually help marginalized communities 
and i'm happy that this bill keeps getting blocked hopefully it won't ever be passed because if it does that would be very dangerous i generally did think that it was going to get passed especially after the whole interstate britain situation because some of their protesters were arrested and a lot of people too many people can i just say were happy that they got arrested and i just feel like you guys aren't realizing that by supporting you know the fact that these protesters are getting arrested you're giving the government like a pass into locking up all protesters and shutting down any and every protest they don't like like okay you don't like their methods of protesting i don't get why like if you don't like their methods of protesting good for you i don't care but that doesn't mean that they should get locked up for fighting for a good cause like this bill is literally going to be a way to criminalize people who are fighting against the oppressive systems that the government upholds and we can't let that happen i've said this before but i definitely do think that this bill is you know it's been a response to the blm protests that happened in 2020 they just want a reason to continue the mass incarceration of black people and this anti-black bill is exactly how they're going to do it the police do not protect us and a restriction of our rights is a gateway into fascism we can't let that happen the fact that the government are seeing groups of people get together and organize and fight against them is scaring them and that's exactly why they want to try and pass this bill i think in the upcoming weeks we have to pay attention to what they're doing in parliament so that they don't try and pass bills without us knowing because that's exactly what they've done with the nationality and borders bill they've distracted us with stupid christmas parties so that we couldn't see what pre patel was trying to do oh jesus that's me done i've said everything i wanted to say um honestly situations like these they really make me wonder why we as why am i saying we as if i'm involved as if i do this please i know better um i just don't understand why other british people will dick ride for this country like ew why will you defend this country so much Knowing that this country is in shambles and that our government fails us every day, why would you willingly choose to rep this country? That's honestly, that's actually embarrassing. Could never and will never be me. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to me talk about how I hate it here. Knowing how shit our government is, I will probably be back to complain again. Um, Sorry that you had to put up with me sounding like this. I hate having a blocked nose. Every single time I have a blocked nose, I always, like, think about the times my nose wasn't blocked. Like, I always think, oh, my God, I should have been grateful that I was breathing through both of my nostrils. I'm just, I'm missing it. I really am. (sighs) Anyways, yes, that's me done. Um, I probably won't upload an episode next week, but that's only because it's Christmas. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm done. I'm going now. That is all. I'm Megan Dibby and this has been Class in Session. If you like this episode and want to hear more from me, subscribe and tune in every Friday. For now, take care.